Stop. The only thing that I hate more than downloading an app is uh, having to make a new account for something. Oh, this is my favorite thing here. Customer reviews on the App Store page. One star. Doesn't work. Hello and welcome to Interface. My name is Andrew Liljit and with me this week is Ian the Fox Fuchs. <laughs> wow, I'm glad so I gave Ian, you that information. Yeah, this is great. That's what I'm going to call you from now on, always. Um, I hear you've been spending all of your money on monthly subscriptions and now you can't afford to pay your rent. Mm, not all of it, but a lot of it. <laughs> but most of it? You can, I can pay most of my rent. That's fine. No, no. I, I, most of my money has gone to subscriptions. <laughs> <laughs> it's... It's a weird world now where everything feels like it's, you know, being uh, subscribed away. Yep. $10 here, four ninety nine there. Yep. It all seems really reasonable until you add it up and you're like, oh, shit, I'm spending like $200 in this garbage. Yeah. Um, uh, we, you know, we kinda, we're going through back and forth talking about our, our bills and stuff. Uh, oh, because you, you suggested that was, that was a very exciting you it was a super duper exciting conversation we had. Was. Well, you you suggested Crema as a a coffee subscription service. Is it, is it Crema? I always thought it was Crema. Crema. Oh, that sounds Crema. gross coming out of my mouth. Uh, I don't know. One of those. Um, but it, the it's idea new. that they they send you another bag of coffee every two weeks, or every month, or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And and every every one is a little bit different, and so you get to try different varieties of coffee and stuff like right. that. And and so I was like, well, that's kind of an interesting idea, but it's like ten bucks a month. That's uh, the best possible human human version of this, which is like the opportunity to, to try things that you would be able would be unable to do otherwise, and get access to things that are just like out of your geography or that or connect you to people who would otherwise be unable to do what they do. Right? right. Like that's a really cool right. And I this. Uh, probably a year ago or so, I ended a subscription to a service called Vinyl Me Please. Oh which, yeah. Which every month they have like a record of the month, and they send you a vinyl, and that was kind of cool because you could get things on vinyl even if you didn't have a record store nearby, but the weird part about it was you never had uh, – now they have, they've changed it a little bit. But at the time, they didn't have a way where you could, like, curate your tastes. It was just this is what we picked for the month, and that was what That's you got. A, that could be cool. The thing with vinyl is it feels so um, – like, I'm cool with that for a subscription service because it's, like, so low impact. I don't have this thing knocking around my house. I didn't really pay for it. Like, if I don't like it, that's fine. I just go back to a playlist. But, like, ship me a record, and I listen to it. I'm like, oh, this is bony there. This is hot trash. Like, I don't want to listen to this. Right. And so, so that was that was my issue with it is that I, three four months in a row, it was like, eh, I'm not really loving the album that I got this right. month. Right. And it was like 25 bucks a month or something like that. Like, it was it was steep. Um, And so I ended up – I just kind of cut loose on it. But it was it was a neat idea. <laughs> And for and, people who aren't so picky about their music, that's a great way, Ian. That's a great way to figure out, like, to, to, for small bands who would be otherwise unable to break into a larger market to, like, get involved, right? That could be a really cool way of doing it. And, and I think if, if that had been their, their genre or their, their area that they were, they were trying to fit into was doing it for smaller bands and, like, unknown bands, mm-hmm. it would have worked really well. But a lot of it was, like, a repressing of, you know, Demon Days. This, well, not even that. It wasn't even. Well, they just released that actually. Um, there was like a repressing of a an old jazz album, and then mm-hmm. the month before that was like this weird psychedelic rock album, and like, and they this were actually all, sounds kind of dope. It's it, it was interesting, but like I said, it was it wasn't unknowns. Like every band that was on there had right. had hit their prime, and a lot of them were like reissues of an old album. 
And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, this isn't. Mm-hmm. I guess if you're maybe a, a different different age group than me, it was appealing. But like I said, it was. It was it was interesting. They did have a store that was kind of neat, which I did like having the membership for, where you could go and just each month pick other vinyls to get. And mm-hmm. so I got some cool ones out of that, but I never really cared for their their choice record of the month. All right, so that's sort of a, like that that could be cool, maybe executed poorly. Like the super apocalyptic, like hate the the version of this that fills me with hate is something like that babies you and does something for you that your mom used to do except now you have to pay some poor immigrant to do it like i'm thinking things like cleanly uh which is a company that will do your laundry for you i hate this so much yeah well so so i in prep for this because i we discussed talking about this i kind of like broke down like these different like areas these subscription services fall into Uh, (coughs) so you end up with like productivity and software things Mm -hmm. you end up with storage services which can kind of cross over into productivity like dropbox is kind of a productivity tool but it's also a storage thing but then i think Mm -hmm. of storage as also being things like icloud where you right you're basically like you know pigeonholed into paying for icloud storage if you have more than one ios device right yeah Um, you have like your content services like your netflix your hulu your apple music your video game streaming whatever things like the first one is like rent. The second one is sort of like just like an access fee. Yeah. Um, but then you also have things for like goods or services rendered, which is your crema, your vinyl me please, um, or your your things like your cleanly where they're coming and doing your laundry for you. Um, which those ones are the ones I think that I have the hardest time with. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're i mean yes you're you're paying for goods or services but more often than not they're not critical things yeah it's sort of it's a it's like paying for a hobby because you're too lazy to actually get involved with it yourself and go out and find those things on your own and i i think it's even it maybe even is worse than that it's 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 paying it's paying for laziness Right, because like yes, exactly. I could, I could go to a coffee shop or a roastery or wherever, and or Whole Foods, and find probably some pretty decent coffee. But if I'm too lazy to do that, <clears throat> not that you have any experience with that recently, uh, that I could go subscribe for a, a monthly thing, or I can pay my yearly mm. fee for mm. another service that we all are guilty of having. Um, and have it shipped to my house in two days or less. You know, it sort of feels like, oh, wait, hold on. Wait, you hear that sound? Do you hear that? That is the sound of my train of thought leaving the station without me. <laughs> Shit. Oh, so, it, it's, it's these night shift uh, things where you can get coffee without having to talk to anybody. And look, it's just like going into a coffee shop, except you can do it at home, never leave your apartment. We'll pay $10 a month and have somebody come wipe your butt for you. Right. Like, and, yeah. and, and some of these services... We promise um, the butt wiper won't make eye contact. Some of these services feel maybe once like they're a, a better deal than going to the store and getting them. Um, and I specifically think of Dollar Shave Club or Harry's or one of those type services. Yeah, that's really good because if if you've bought decent razors before, you know that they are very expensive at the store. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also know that at one point I had heard, and I don't remember which what podcast it was on, but I heard it on another podcast where they basically said they went you on the Amazon. Other podcast I do once in a while. Um, that you can actually buy essentially the same 
razors, handles, and heads mm-hmm. as the Dollar Shave Club ones on Amazon. But you have to buy them in like hundred packs of razor heads. Uh, so okay. then, so it's something like where Dollar Shave Club is buying them at seven dollars for right. a you know per pack for a hundred, and then they're right, selling right. them for ten and huh. making a couple bucks on each one or whatever. Um, so some of that stuff feels not yeah, as bad. Of scale, right? And yeah, those, the Dollar Shave Club and, and Harry's and stuff feels a little bit different because it's um, clearly designed to. To, to find a market where they can exceed economically and like pass a deal that they get along to a consumer while also taking a profit for themselves. Right. right? They're, like, they're, they're undercutting whatever the big company is. Right. But still making a profit. Whereas some of these things, it's like they're not trying to undercut somebody else. They're just trying to sell you a good on right. a recurring revenue model. Um, right. Right. So right. An, another, another one of these areas that I know you fall into is paying for, um, I'll call it news information or like independent creators. Like it's called the subscription fee. Well, right, but you're well, but there's two. I guess you're, I, you're combining two. I think there's there's patronage and then there's a, a subscription fee, which I suppose are kind of the same thing. Um, yeah, and and maybe some of that. I, I don't know. Yeah, I suppose there's there's two separate things. One like because New York Times, you pay for because you want to read the New Access. York Times, and if you don't pay for it, you don't get to read it. Versus, but I subscribe to like Maximum Fun because I want to support the product, right. what they make on there. So I guess I guess that's true. Um, I, I was thinking of it as what you're getting on the other side of it, not so much what you don't get if you don't pay for it. Oh, I see. Yeah, sure. Like yeah. right. Like I can get if, basically if I don't subscribe to the New York Times, I don't get to read the New York Times. Right. Um, but I can still get the Max Fun podcast or Radiotopia or whatever. But I go out of my way to support them because I appreciate what they're doing. I want to show my support in a tangible way. Right. And like I, I, I uh, do a Patreon for a band that I enjoy. Yeah, awesome. And it's it's just because I want to support them and they, they're in New York, so I don't ever get to see them. So I can't go to their shows or buy their merch easily. Um, so instead, so I question do is, Patreon. The question is something like the American Civil Liberties Union. If you don't support them, do you still get civil liberties? Hmm. Hmm. I think you do. I well, maybe not for much longer. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that might be a topic for a totally different show entirely. Um, um. So, what do you think about services like, um, uh, 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 like Blue Apron and that kind of thing? Um. I mean they they feel like they kind of fall in that same area as, um like your coffee subscription service or whatever, like they still feel like they kind of fit that, that concept. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, I can, I can see that as something that's almost falling into the same thing as like dollar shave club at the same time where it's, it's offering something that without, I think a lot of people like wouldn't cook. So it's whether it's because they don't know how to cook, they don't know how to like where to get the ingredients, and I think that that's part of it too. With some of the stuff, is you know you live in a, a fairly big metro area, I live in a metro area, so we have access to a lot of these things. But yep. but if you live in small town, you know, You're describing food deserts, but I don't really think Blue Apron is designed to solve a food desert problem, right? Like it, 
you can't I mean, rely on a subscription service to feed your entire family for three square meals a day. So that's that's where I have the issue with it is is they are in that sense they're doing the inverse of Dollar Shave Club. I feel like they're charging a lot per meal per person by well, comparison. Part of the problem with Blue Apron is that they have to do with economics of scale but also freshness. So yeah. you have to make sure that you everything is in good shape, high quality and then also like hasn't gone bad by the time it gets to your customer and also that you're shipping them the right amount but not too much and so it can get that can get pretty expensive pretty quick yeah um i mean it's challenging i understand and it, it can certainly be good if you have no idea how to cook i you know i listen to a lot of mcelroy tv show or uh, uh, podcasts and they basically learned how to cook because of blue apron and that's that's cool right like that's a neat way that, that's definitely a big solution but you could also like you know, spend the money you sit you spent on Blue Apron and get a you know a, a local CSA and then go take, take, go take cooking classes or like find some old lady who needs some time who wants to hang out with somebody young and ask her how to cook like that kind of right. thing. Or well, and I don't know. Some of this again falls into that laziness camp of I don't want to go to the store and buy things or find recipes. Right. But I've received multiple comments from people other than my wife on my cooking. And positive or negative? Positive. Good feedback. Oh. <laughs> and your smile said otherwise. <laughs> and all of that's just things where, you know, I'm like, I'm in the mood for pasta, but I don't want mm-hmm. spaghetti. So mm-hmm. I go on to like Pinterest or whatever and I yeah. look for pasta recipes and I find something that sounds good and then I go to the store and I get the things that are on that. Right. Or right. you know, whatever whatever it is. And and so I just yeah. find a recipe and it's it, it I have to put a little bit of time into it more than I would have to if I just went to Blue Apron and said, send me a meal. Mm. But on the other side of it, I come out of it knowing how to make it and at a cost that's much more palatable than right. you know, whatever it costs per meal on Blue Apron. Plus, you get this huge sense of accomplishment for having created something yourself from scratch entirely without anybody holding your hand. Like, you had the instructions, basically, but, like, you did it yourself. And as you do it more and more, you know, you develop the skills, you understand the technique, you figure out what works and what doesn't, and you start to be able to branch out and make things on your own. Sure. And I've recently started challenging myself when I cook this. Sorry, we're totally getting off the rails here. But, like, just going to the grocery store, buying whatever looks good, and then, like, just my obligation to figure out what to make with it whenever it's ready to go. Well, it's a lot of fun. I I bought an eggplant. Now, what do I do with this eggplant? I would never do that. I would never do that. I only buy good food. (laughs) So, so on, on the subscription thing, um, from, from a subscription model, yes, the eggplant subscription model from a, a consumer standpoint, um, is, is this subscription thing, Better or worse for a consumer? Oh God, yes. So it's so it's tied up for me in so much more than just how much it costs because there are very few things I can think of subscription-wise that are better than being able to do it myself. Um, right? Like I could, I can't think of basically anything. Maybe a few things. Razors might be one of them. Storage services, but basically anything I would rather like go to the store. locally and support myself like if there was a local option for netflix i'd be all over that shit right. but there is not so i, I so, can't be so you you have especially when it comes to the goods type mm-hmm. subscriptions it's mm-hmm. much harder for you to justify it than something like a content service that you're somehow supporting 
because you you only you, like especially when you only have access to that content by paying for the service. Like you, right. you only get to watch Orange is the New Black or Narcos or uh, this the Lemony Snicket show on Netflix if you have a Netflix subscription. Right. Like, exactly. There's no other way to watch that or consume that content without. Well, that. there is, but not like not an ethical way. Right. So yeah, this, that's exactly right. It, and it would be even worse if it was sort of a situation where it's like the crema duck co company where it, it, you know they deliver different coffee every month but then it would be like the equivalent of netflix is sort of net you can pick from any of these 10 shows which you're only allowed to watch it for a week and you can only watch one at a time and once you pick it you're stuck with that show for a week like right. that would be a right like c- consumables feel harder to harder to justify subscribing to so right. so then the 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 other question right. i have and this goes back to the first conversation we had about the subscription stuff um a few weeks back and you know went back when chase talked to us occasionally all right <laughs> those, those, those are good days um when, when we talked about right now the the xbox live stuff and mm-hmm. and how you know in in his mind it was xbox live. It, yeah it was it was a 60 dollar a year fee yep. to play games over the internet and yep. for me i said no it's a 10 dollar a month thing and he said, no, mm-hmm. it's, it's a $60 value. And I said, well, that's not how I pay for it. I pay $10 right. a month, so it's $120 a year. It's double the price if you pay for it monthly. Yep. And, and he was like, well, why would you do that? And it's like, because I don't, I don't want to put all of my money in it today because in three months I might decide I don't want it. Yep. Versus paying for it for the year and saying, well, I'm going to save a lot of money as long as you know you're going to use it. And so that... That whole idea of like yeah. how these models are structured, I think, also makes a huge difference on the consumer end of things. Amazon Prime, if you paid, you know, you pay a hundred dollars a year for it, it feels right at that sweet spot between like maybe it's a little a expense, maybe it's a little expensive, or maybe it's not a little like maybe it's just right, but it's like right at that mm-hmm. line. But I think if if somebody said you know it's twelve bucks a month or nine bucks a month or whatever it was you'd be like do i need to pay nine dollars a month for free shipping like yeah amazon is sort of an odd weird case because they are clearly just throwing like anything they want to in a prime to see what sticks well and 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 that's that's the the perk of prime is that you you get a bunch of other stuff right not just the two-day shipping people people do it for people do it for the two-day shipping that's what I did back when I subscribed for it. Like I remember Prime was just like the free two-day shipping. You're like, why would you pay for free shipping? And then you do it and you're like, oh. Oh, now I buy everything on Amazon. Right, right. Counter to yep. your spending or shopping local. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah. Well, maybe that makes me a precious hipster, but I try to do as much as possible locally. But sometimes there's just things where like I don't want to go to Target and poke around in the stores for 20 minutes to try to find, like, the one damn thing that I I know exactly what I need. So I'm just going to, like, get this little outlet splitter from Amazon. But, like, if I want to buy, like, a power tool or I'm going to buy some lumber, I'm going to buy some paint because, you know, all these things are on my mind. Like, I'm going to go to Fratelloni's Ace Hardware down the street. You're you're not going to buy your your cans of paint on Amazon? (laughs) I'm not going to. Although you can, but I'm I'm not doing that. I I find it it depends on what it is. So uh, I recently was shopping for a uh, powered panorama or panoramic um, tripod head. Sounds like a headset. Okay. So so I can put a camera on it and, and press mm-hmm. a button on a remote and it slowly pans because it's hard to do a smooth pan by hand unless mm-hmm. you have like a really, really nice tripod. Or you're me. Sure. 
Um, <laughs> I have the shakiest hands in the world. Uh, and so I, I, I looked at some of the local stores, and it was like four hundred, five hundred dollars for these mm-hmm. these super fancy tripod heads. And I'm like, I'm I'm not doing that kind of work yet. I'm looking for like fifty dollars or less. Mm-hmm. So of course to Amazon I go, and I, I got one for thirty two dollars, and it, I ordered it yesterday and got delivered this afternoon. Like, Man, you you know what's really good though is you can. I found in a lot of local places, you can just ask somebody, uh, like, this is what I'm looking for. Do you have any options? And if they don't, many times they will order it for you, which is really great. But with their Amazon account, and they're going to add $5 and upcharge me anyway? I mean, it depends. Sometimes they'll just charge you whatever the fee is because they can get it for cheaper, right? Like, I know it's it's complicated, but like you go to, I, I don't know how exactly it works in wine shops, but we've many times said, like, we're looking for this bottle of wine. Like, can you help us find it? And at Total Wine, they're like, oh, we don't have that. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, 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 we have our, our local chain, Binnie's, will order almost anything you can think of. Right. Yeah, like, we go to this little wine shop up on Selby, and yeah, we'll ask, like, can you get this for us? I'm like, yeah, which which vintage do you want? I'm like, right. dude, I don't know. I'm 26. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've had that where, where you go in, and, and you're looking, and they come up, can I help you find anything? And I, I don't remember who I was with. They were like, oh, do you have this whatever specific craft beer? Mm-hmm. And it, it was like a Missouri thing. And they're like, no, we don't have that. We can order it and have it here you know, uh, like it was like a Saturday and like, we'll have it here Wednesday. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, he's only here, you know, for the weekend or whatever. So mm-hmm. didn't yeah. do us any good. But the idea that, that places will do that, but we're, we're, we're way off the rails now on subscription stuff. I, well, so actually this brings me, this, I'm going to tie it all the way back. Watch this. You do it. See? This is, Ready? Here we go. This is why we get paid the big bucks. Buckle up, this. people. All right. So it's going to take a second. We're going to get there. I promise. So this reminds me of subscription services like Club W, a.k.a. Wink with a C. Come on. Um but uh, so this is a a wine subscription service, and their idea was that they would you would get a wine, you would drink it, they'd provide you like how to like give you information like how to taste and that kind of thing, and then you would let them know which ones you like and why. And the idea is that it would learn and it'd be able to adapt and send you better bottles of wine. And I think there's a lot of people thinking there's a big market here for these adaptive services that know what you want and are willing to give exact like they know your taste, they can give it to you, right? Um. But, like, the guys at my local wine shop know what we like, and we can also just describe in very general terms, like, we like this kind of wine, and blah, blah, blah. And then they know everything, so we can get expert advice from these people just from walking down the street. Right. And so like, so that becomes and, and so, a, uh, a thing where the algorithm that's determining based on a bunch of variables you've plugged into the computer right. is no more effective than... Johnny, who works at the liquor store, right? And you just explain to him, you're like, I want it sweet, I want it slightly fruity, I want this, I want this, and I want it under twenty dollars a bottle. And he says, right. Okay, no problem. Here's twenty wines that you might like. Yeah, and it's and I just walk down the street, and then so the next time I go there, like they, they remember who I am. Like, oh, how'd you like that bottle of wine? And it's like, oh, you know, it was it was pretty good. But after a while, it started to grade on me. Like, oh yeah, I've heard that before. Blah blah blah. Here's something else you could try, and we go from there. Like that's right. Build a relationship. It's really great. And I just feel like a lot of these subscription services are just, they're designed for people who are, how do I say this without being a dick? You know, I'll just be a dick. They're designed for people who are afraid to talk to other people, right? And so sometimes you, like, you get a better result. You just got to just stand up and actually talk to someone, you know? Yeah. And I, think, it, it, I think there's an element of that. And I think there's an element of it's designed for people who maybe aren't fussy or as fussy. 
as, yeah, as you or I. I mean, I, 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 I like to think of us as maybe a little pickier than most at, about some certain <laughs> things. I've never um, been accused of that before. <laughs> you've never been accused of being picky <laughs> or opinionated. Um, so a lot of these, uh, especially with, again, we're, we're on the consumables services, especially. Yeah. Um, but people that are like, oh, whatever, I'll just drink whatever wine or I'll drink whatever. I, I, I think there was one at one point that was whiskey. Um, I've seen a couple different coffee ones come and go where it's right. like, oh, do you like Folgers or do you like Maxwell House? And it's like, well, I yeah. guess if I had to pick one. I'd pick, uh, I'd pick Hills Brothers, actually. And they're like, oh, fancy. <laughs> well, we're going to send you some of our, our best generic coffee, which is just their bag yeah. on a bunch of Folgers coffee. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think there is, there is a place for these kinds of services. But I also think that um, in the, the way the market seems to be shifting, it seems like everything is just becoming a subscription and it's it's getting a little carried away mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. I, I don't know it, about your household uh has anybody tried the what's the fabletics the yoga fabletics. the yoga the yoga oh, pants I, subscription service oh my god holy shit like these flash sales flash sales and like the the, the facebook stuff is a whole different ball game like that shit's crazy no, but this is this is a, a, a it was kate hudson kate hudson was the like Spade? spokes whatever one of those Kate Hudson? It was Kate Hudson. Was the like, the spokes lady for this Fabletics thing? And basically, it was like a monthly subscription, and each month it was like you got to pick one of three outfits, and then yeah, based the on what you picked, using that whole like learning about what you picked, it would suggest like a different sports bra top and yoga pants, and it was like thirty to fifty bucks every month. And okay, hold each, on a second. Each month you hold can on pause. I'm looking at this website. They have high waist capris, leggings, and joggers. I'm a man of fashion knowledge. These are all identical. The only difference is the capris are a little bit shorter. These, this is absurd. <laughs> I'm, I'm not arguing that it was absurd. I'm just telling you it is a thing that exists. They also have a, men, a men's version. I don't remember what it's called, uh, but they had men's workout clothes. But the idea was if you were active and working out a lot, you might want to constantly spice up your workout Oh, it's wardrobe. right here. It's right here. And it's Fabletics FL2. There you go. And, and so the idea was it was like this subscription service. Now, the one thing they did that a lot of subscription services don't allow you to do is it would come up a couple days before your order was supposed to be processed and say, pick your outfit or skip for the month. And if you skipped, mm. they didn't charge you. So it was this... like kind of a subscription because... If you didn't do anything, they would charge you like the minimum $25 and it would credit it to Ugh. your account. But every month you could pick an outfit. So it was, but again, it was, it's like everything becomes a subscription and all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I've got all this great stuff, but I have no money left because I've subscribed it all away. We're, you know, we have a baby in the house. We looked at subscribing to diapers and diaper wipes or baby wipes because diaper then wipes. we don't got to keep those diapers nice and clean. Right. Oh, there's stuff in here. Let's we'll just wipe that out. <laughs> Reuse it. Uh, um, I mean, there are cloth diapers. Well, we do have those too. Okay, no joke. Cloth diapers are the best thing in the world to use to wash your glasses. Yeah, I obviously I so. not used. <laughs> Got to wash them first. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we, we looked at doing that as a, a thing when it was like, oh, well, we can either through Amazon or through some of these other companies that do like diaper subscription services, where it's like every month or every two weeks we'll send you another box of diapers. I was mm-hmm. like, that would be nice, but. At the same time, like it's not that hard to go to Target and just buy a box of diapers, or right. in a in a serious emergency, go to Walgreens 
You gotta go there anyway. Buy right? a small pack, right? Like we're already going to these stores, and that's that's where I have a hard time with a lot of these subscription things. It's like I'm already going mm-hmm. to X place. Why do I need this thing? Like I said Amazon's wonderful because it is a store with infinite aisles or seemingly infinite aisles, right? And and so you can never compete with a, a Target or whatever. Um. But uh, uh, I would say that a store with infinite aisles is 100% a hellscape for all of us that none of us can escape. Well, that's true. That sounds like a Greek form of punishment, right? Like Sisyphus was the guy who was tied or had to push the hill up or the ball up the hill every day. And there's the guy who was tied to the rock. Like there's also a guy in Greek mythology who is just like cursed to wander <laughs> at like, an infinite what? store. Like he's just like in the biggest Walmart you can possibly like a world sized right. Walmart. Maybe it costs like a even. low level need to pee, and you have to find the bathroom or the exit, and you can't do either. Right. Uh, well, and I, and I think about that too. Like, like they're constantly playing Kenny G over the sound system. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, uh, with a lot of these too, I also think like, how hard is it to get out of these subscription services? Like, oh I, god, could, but not 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 like physically. How challenging is it? Like, go to their site and navigate how to cancel because that's a whole other thing. The but hoops like, you have to literally physically jump there or call. Or gym memberships, oh you have god. to like send a certified letter. To, oh my god, I'm gonna set my microphone down so I can find this thing. I'll be right back. Continue speaking. Um, no, one of the uh, the really crazy things though is is thinking like how committed and tied into these services we are. Like you have Netflix or you have Hulu. Like I can't imagine not having those as my way to consume TV because we don't have cable or satellite or whatever. Uh, and I know you don't. You don't have cable either. Like that's we have the internet, right? You have the internet. Why? Why would you that's possibly fine. need to have to have TV over a wire when you can have it over the internet? Which I guess mm-hmm. is over a wire, kind of. Uh, but you don't need coax coming into your house to serve you your TV directly. Okay, wait, hold on. Explain to me. So there's there's voice over IP and there's TV over IP. Is that just like Netflix? I don't understand. T- TV over IP, I think, is what like AT and T Uverse does. Where they, it's AT and T at locations around wherever, like locations around Minneapolis or St. Paul or mm-hmm. Chicago, have basically a station where all of the channels come in and it encodes all of them into a stream, and then they're mm-hmm. using a, a, an internet connection to push it to a little box you have in your house, which then decodes that stream and puts it on your TV. Um, so, okay. Got it. So, so with okay, Uber, so it's, it's, it's it. pushing live TV over internet versus pushing live TV as it's happening over coax. Mm. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, so yeah. there's just an, an encode and decode step in there, but, um, uh, that different than, than a Netflix or Hulu. So, so like I said, I think of like canceling Netflix or canceling Hulu, like that is almost seems unfathomable for people or, you know, for, for chase, for him to cancel Xbox Live seems like it would never happen, right? Like he's never going to give up his Netflix because he works or his now. his Xbox stuff. Well, he may, maybe he gets it for free now. We should find he's out. He's a man on the inside. Um, All right. So there's there's a story in the show notes that I heard on Reply All, and I'm not going <laughs> to spoil it because it's insane. Um, and they do a much better job telling it than I ever could uh, because they're actual professionals. But basically, the gist of it is, they someone signs up for a cleaning service, and then the cleaning service makes it effectively impossible to not quit. To quit from the service, and so they go through this whole process to figure out how to do it. Um, it's called it's episode thirty three of Reply All, uh, entitled "At ISIS," because it, it's also about um, a New York Times reporting on online Islamic extremism. Uh, but you could just fast forward to the end to the segment called "Super Tech Support," where they talk about trying to unsubscribe from a made service. 
Right. So, like I said, I, I, when when I said getting rid of these services seems impossible, that's not what I was talking about. This but, one is actually but, impossible. But but there is there is an interesting element to that too, where you get into these subscription services, and it does become. Mm-hmm. what feels like an impossibility to get out of these services. So again, you feel like you're trapped and, and every month, whether it's a $5 thing or a $10 thing or a hundred dollar thing, like I, I can't imagine a cleaning service is cheap. Like all of a sudden you're just like watching your money fly away for a service it, that you don't want right. anymore, but you can't figure out how to get rid of it. But I'm, I'm, I'm saying like vacuum sucks it out of there. Right. But, the, but I, I understand what you're saying. It's not that you are unable to, it's that you just, it's become such it, an ingrained part of your life that you right. don't want to. Like, like I think of for, for us, like to not have, Amazon Prime doesn't seem like an option at this point. Right. Because well, that's how they we, get you. we do so much stuff through Amazon. But then it's also one of those, like, is it a self-fulfilling thing? Like, if I didn't have Prime, I wouldn't use Prime. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if, it, but by having it, I, I feel like I should use it. So then I'm always like, got to get my money's worth. Got to go buy stuff on Amazon. And so you kind of have that, like, that that weird trap there of of consumerism. Well, that's how they, that's the idea, right? That eventually these services become so essential to you that you don't even like they become the equivalent of paying your water bill or your electric bill. Netflix wants to be a utility, not a service. Right. So, so what is the uh, what is the future of of subscribing to things? Are, are we eventually going to get to a point where everything is just like a recurring subscription, or talk, or is there a better model? Oh no! It's not going to be everything. It's going to be like you pay a monthly rent on your uh, um, uh, 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 your artificial liver, and if you don't, then it slowly starts to shut down. And it starts with being able to make you unable to process things like alcohol, and continues forward from there. Oh, so this is an actual like it's, our bodies become technologically oh, yeah. inclined enough that. So I, maybe that's further in the future than I'm thinking. Okay, I'm thinking maybe like in five years, are we still going to be subscribing to everything or is there going to be some new model that comes along? Or are we going to go back to the good old days of instead of subscribing to set app so that I can get 100 pieces of $5 software that I just buy the four, four different $5 <laughs> pieces of software that I want and use right. those? Um, I think people have discovered that if you can, this is a better revenue model than anything else, especially because humans are broken and we tend to forget to unsubscribe to, from things, even if right. we want to. So, um, for, for, so for companies, this is good. There's no argument about that. And there's, there's, right. there's some research. I'll find that, uh, link to the Harvard business review thing, um, where, you know, it talked about like how, how good it is for companies to have subscription models, but, yeah. but there, there has to be a level of on the consumer side, like, is this better for you or worse for you to, subscribe away every dollar you have it's definitely going to be bad for us and guaranteed that silicon valley tech companies are going to find a way to make it as terrible for you as possible while dressing it up in the, the loftiest possible terms that sounds wonderful um so yeah with that you can find show notes for this week's episode at interface.fm slash uh help me out here 49 50 oh my 49. god i don't even know 49 too many okay. good what are we doing we're not to 50 yet interface.fm slash 49 and uh that's when we're over the hill right uh while you're there uh find our social things subscribe to the show if you're not subscribed thank you for being a listener and for being here and we'll be back next monday and every monday like clockwork talk a lot.
Da, 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 da. No kidding.